welcome on in to this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name's Iman. And I'm Sabria. And I can't hear myself. I'm laughing really hard because Eric just asked me and Sabria to be silent. And Sabria was chewing in the microphone like, bitch, that's still noise. <laughs> I thought I was being discreet. No, you was like, I'm ASMR. You was fucking the noodles up. Oh, you can hear I couldn't hear myself yeah, in the headphones. That's why I was funny. That's why. <laughs> Who? She waited until we started and to say, oh, I can't hear myself. <laughs> that's why I was chewing wow. Cause I was like, oh, I don't hear you. It. Was it. Sn- you was really smacking them gums. I'm like, yo. Oh my God. Eric, you just told us. What episode is this again? 76. 76 up in this bitch, close to 80 years 76 old. 76ers. Oh, snap. <laughs> We from Philly. Let's go, Sixers. Let's go. <laughs> about to get some fucking Iverson braids. That's how people. That's how. That's how my braids look under my wig. But that's how people <laughs> be at the games. White people, they be like, "Let's go, niggers. Let's go." <laughs> they can't be like. <laughs> <laughs> they be having them big ass foam fingers on. Ku Klux Klan. Uh, they be having Sixers uh, design Ku Klux Klan's outfits. <laughs> Yo, it be the colors, <laughs> yeah. But it be like like jersey numbers on there. Let's go, niggers. Let's go. <laughs> Every time we don't win, they just set a cross on fire. Wow, wow. In my flavor, flavor voice. Thank you guys for joining us um, this week. Uh, great news. We finally got some fucking merch. Uh, yeah. Thank you so merch, much merch, for the merch. people. The merch is a merch. <laughs> Thank you so much for the people who have purchased and picked it up. Um, a lot of people have reached out and said that they were trying to get their coin together after the holiday season. Yes. They, then they'll support us. Appreciate we that. get that. We totally get yes, that. So same. the merch is not going anywhere. So no. uh, at least the shirts aren't going anywhere for a while. So they're going to be around until winter. I mean, winter's over. Then in spring, we'll start getting something, you know, show them little Michelle Obama arms. <laughs> You know, get it together. Or ham hocks if you're me. <laughs> Say no. Say. I don't really. I got like a hybrid. Like not a ham hock or Michelle Obama. Like something in between. Depends on what ankle. Um, True. I'm definitely straight up ham hock. <laughs> <laughs> you said that shit like you. It was an achievement. You said, I'm definitely straight up. <laughs> that's my truth. <laughs> what are you going to do? Oh, God. That's funny. Okay. So, yeah. But anyway, check it out. We're still trying to figure out how this the fulfillment and everything work. We, you know, we're not used to being entrepreneurs and shit. So we're trying to get it get it together. Um, but we'll always reach out if it's like taking a little bit longer to ship mm-hmm. or whatever the case. So yes, thank you to everyone who supported. You can go to our Instagram and Twitter page, Instagram at Black Girl Brunch, Twitter BLK Girl Brunch, or you can go to uh, me or Sabria's. Uh, Instagram or Facebook or, or Twitter channels yeah. to just click the link in our bio mm-hmm. and you'll be led to our merchandise. Mm-hmm. All right. So Faye Ford this week, we're talking about the four songs that we hate. <laughs> and I I told you two of mine earlier. You I did. slipped up. Uh, but you, I don't know any of yours. <laughs> it's Some of them are so obvious. So no particular order. Um, the first one is going to be Grenade by Bruno Mars. Oh, yeah. That fucking song sends such a good me one. fucking flying. So why the fuck would you do that? To, why, why would you kill innocent people for... To prove why, you know, where not, the fuck I'm not, are you? I'm not involved. 
Yeah, and then the thing is, if you catch a grenade for me, like, what's that going to do for me? Yeah. Make me feel fucking guilty? But if I'm walking down the street, okay, going to Whole Foods, wherever I'm going, and I blow the fuck up because you decided (laughs) to catch a grenade for some bird, then that's not cool. It kind of reminds me of, like, (laughs) Superman, where he fucking be crashing all these buildings to save Lois Lane. Yeah, it's like, what about Bob on the 23rd floor just eating his lunch? You killed him. For this fucking scrawny bitch. I fucking hate that song. That song, oh my gosh. And it just, I couldn't get away from it. And it just made me want to fucking hang myself. <laughs> Another song I fucking hate is Party Like a Rockstar. I hated that song because so when, good. I hated it because when it first came out, that's when I was like emo into scene <laughs> and stuff like that. And people would always make fun of me for the stuff like that. Always make fun of me wearing vans, like make fun of me the music I was listening to. And one time I like got dragged out to this party with my friends and that fucking song started playing and everybody was like doing like rock and roll and this fucking boy who I could not fucking stand. He was like a promoter back then. Mm-hmm. Um, like when we was like fucking teenagers, he was a party promoter and he was on the stage and he like was like party. Like he really thought he was that fucking nigga. <laughs> and he was a rock that star. moment, I was like, I remember I was so mad. And my friends was like, oh my gosh, she's so embarrassed to be around. I was like, you guys aren't fucking rockers. You're all fucking posers, man. You're fucking posers. <laughs> That's how I was. Like, Ew, I'm so happy we weren't like. You like that song? I did. I don't like it then, but I like it now. Like, I didn't think about it then, but sometimes I'll be at the gym and that shit come on, and I'll be like, oh. What the fuck are you listening to? Did that come like, on? Like, R&B uh, <laughs> hits playlist. That Army? R&B. Oh. I mean, rap and R&B. It's like, you know, those Apple podcasts. Oh, yes. Yeah. I love that shit. Um, my third one is F.U. by CeeLo. <laughs> I, I knew that was on your list. So, when, when I started college... Sorry, I'm getting flashbacks. When I started college, I remember, like, that song, like, the fucking beat used to drop. And then, like, white people used to be, like, singing to each other. And they'd be like, up you and I, up you too and I. Like, they used to be, be like, like, sorry. I ain't got oh, a Ferrari. my God. <laughs> and they thought they were so fucking funky. And, like, I just used to be looking like, y'all are fucking, oh, my God, y'all all fucking stink. Like, it used to be so bad. Okay, so the la- my last song is. <laughs> you said, okay, after you just said the niggas stink. <laughs> they did. They fucking stink. Um, another one is uh, "Do My Thing," Miley Cyrus. First of what? all, excuse me. <laughs> Do my thing. I thing. My I hate that song because she sounds like a like um a suburban mom like trying to rap always. And I remember when it came out, and I just was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I was so embarrassed. How would that song go? I forgot how it go, but I just remember how she... I was looking... Uh, for the last one, I was having a hard time, and I was looking at... It's funny because I was thinking about that era when it came out, Bangers. And I looked on my Apple, like, stuff that was suggested for me, and that was on it. And I looked at the album playlist, and I'm like, there was a song right here that I hated, and I remember it was doing I hated thing. Wrecking Ball, too. Really? I loved Wrecking Ball. No, I thought... I, I hate when, like... I, I just didn't like it. I'm sorry. But, I know a lot of people did, but I, I really I fucking like, hate it. Wrecking but Ball. do my thing, I hated it because that's when she was like, she was like, uh, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think how it go, but it was just so fucking cringe, and people was like, oh my god, yes, gag, like, uh, <laughs> no, queen. just cause, just because you said thang, like it's T H A N G, thang. 
Oh my god, that shit was. I'm trying to. I'm boy. I can't play well, it. Well, I don't like copyright. <laughs> I'm about to say we can't afford this for you to play it. I'm not gonna play it. I'm trying to look for the lyrics. Well, interrupt me once you get it. I I'll will. start mine because I don't want you to feel pressure to find it immediately. But um, my first one is "You Remind Me" by Usher, <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't. Like, I loved the song when I was a kid, but it's just like as I get older and I listen to like <laughs> lyrics a little bit more and think about the video, Usher's like dancing, following this girl. He's like, see this thing about you that like he's just telling this girl like, yeah, you remind me so much of this girl I know, and that's why I can't be with you. Yet he's following her. Like, all right, so you made your fucking point. I remind you of somebody who friend zoned you. She fucked another nigga when you wanted her because she didn't like you like that. Either way, you're pissed off about it. Why are you making a whole song about how I remind you of someone that you... Imagine somebody saying that to you. I would be like, okay, nigga. (laughs) All right. Like, leave me alone. Okay, okay. So, so, and now you're going to miss out on possibly a good-ass connection just because I sort of remind you of somebody that did that shit to you? Like, all right. If no, it, and the kicker is, like, when he said, I know it's so unfair to you. <laughs> and then at the end, he's like, this is why I just can't get with you. I'm like, it's not my fault. It's your fault. This is your shit. Like, this is your shit. Don't make this on me. Like, he followed the girl around the mall. He's, like, going down the escalator. It was like, see her face every time I look at you? My Leo ass would lose it if somebody told me they saw another woman every time they stared at me. That's so I would be like, leave me alone. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, that's okay. a goofy ass song. Next is going to be It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. Um, I hate that song because... <laughs> It's, it's a, a butt naked. <laughs> banging on the bathroom floor. That was so crazy. Like, every, and that's another song white people love. Like, everybody was singing it when we was like kids. Yeah, I mean, including myself. He's I remember I was. We were butt naked. <laughs> he looked good. He, he, he sound good too, but like, all right, I'm just thinking about me coming in again, real, real realistic, coming into the house, seeing my man. <laughs> he said, butt naked. <laughs> On the bathroom floor. And him looking at me as serious as straight facing, that, that was not me. Yes, it was my house. Yes, it looked like me, but it wasn't. When I tell you, capital murder. <laughs> like, and then capital saying, murder. I, how could I forget that I had given her an extra key? Like, why the fuck is you giving a neighbor an extra? First of all, why are you giving a neighbor that you want to fuck an extra key? What you trying to fuck? He said, picture this, we will <laughs> Picture this, we were both butt naked. (laughs) He was confessing hard as shit and then said it wasn't me. That's the type of shit niggas do. That's that's oh my god. Then Shaggy he said, to be a true player, you must know how to play. (laughs) To be a true player, you must know how to play. That that wasn't his real voice. Isn't that crazy? Wait, is he like American? Yeah. Well he let me see. He not American. That's a lot of problems we unpacking right now. (laughs) And uh no. Yeah. I was just like, yo, I had hair in a while. I was like, I'm like, oh, this shit good. I forgot this whole thing. He, he is Jamaican, but he don't really have a uh, heavy accent like that. Okay, well, I guess that's fine. Long as he, this nigga's not from, like, Nebraska on the track or anything like that. <laughs> his um, spouse is Rebecca Park. Oh, my God. What? What? Well, his spouse oh, no, was, she black. Oh, uh, I thought you said it was Rebecca black. But her name is Rebecca Parker. That's her. Oh, she cute. She is. Okay, um, third one is These Hoes Ain't Loyal. Simply because, <laughs> first of all, when that song like, oh, 
fucking, got, that fucking sends me. And like he had got a, a, a girl pregnant while he was in a relationship when these hoes ain't loyal came out. So, oh, I hate it. I hate that song. Boy, boy, oh boy, I hate it. Like, uh, and it don't make, yeah, I was going to say. He's when a rich nigga wants you, want you <laughs> and you can't. Like, come the fuck on. That don't even make sense. And he's not there gliding around the floor talking about these hoes ain't loyal. loyal when he was gliding into somebody raw. How dare you moonwalk and say, say these hoes ain't loyal? How can you not be embarrassed to like go on your to- like go perform that on tour? I feel like Chris Brown, that made sense to him. Like I said these hoes ain't loyal. I didn't talk about like men. I said these hoes. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Hate that song. Hate how Chris Brown fans want me to us to praise him. Yes, he could dance. Like, okay, yes, he could backflip. And we you know what? Know. If I really fucking try hard and lost <laughs> 25 pounds, I could probably do that shit too. <laughs> <laughs> so how about you running up a wall back? <laughs> no, but how about you do it like it's nothing? I'm like, no, that was really fucking cool. Like you just did a backflip, and you have like Yeezy boost on. <laughs> you have like a Kanye West like sweats. I could probably really do that. Dress like Saint West, just fucking do it. I could, I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> Period. I don't know the, this last song, but real quick, a song. It'd be like, first time I was seven years old. <laughs> Mama told me I phoned a bitch toe. And I fucking hate that song. Especially when he's like, then I'll be 70 years old. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I heard that song on Wawa today. That's and a like, Wawa song. Oh, my God. And I was stressed because, like, the coffee bar was a mess. It was, like, milk everywhere. <laughs> and, like, sugar was, like, and also, like, what the fuck? Well, no, seriously. And I'm this Graham, seven years old. What is that shit about? <laughs> He's like, my daddy told me I just <laughs> first I was seven years old. Like, I, a lot of us were Lucas Graham. Yeah, like, I would hope that in order to be fucking 30, you were seven. And he was just confessing. <laughs> He's like, and when I was seven years old, my daddy took me to the park. I'm like, oh. the, what the fuck so is that song funny. about? Hate that song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on. I felt the lyrics to my body time do my thing. That's literally, I do my thing. <laughs> Are you going to remember? <laughs> Wait, what's the lyrics? I do, I do my thing. <laughs> how could I not? You said, I forgot how it go. What was that thing she said? And do my thing. Dumb shit. Yo. All right, now on a very, very serious note, uh, instead of Toast for Sis this week, we're going to do Pray for Sis. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, we're sending prayers to one of our, um, our favorite uh, entertainers. Her name is Cupcake. She's mm-hmm. a rapper, always known for, like, saying the craziest, wildest, funniest things on Twitter, on her uh, her raps, everything. And recently, she kind of just went on Twitter and was saying how she wanted to kill herself, mm-hmm. and she got the help she needed, thank God, but... This just goes to show you, like, a lot of people out here that look really happy, they are going through Yeah, because she it. always look happy. That really caught me off guard. Yeah, she was saying how she's just struggling with depression so hard. And if if y'all are on Twitter or Instagram, like, just go on her page and, like, say something nice because we don't always know when somebody's going through something. Mm-hmm. But when we do know, it's just a support. Like, it, it does not go unnoticed. Yep. Especially her, because she's constantly retweeting the things yep. that her fans and say to her. And she, like, give fans money she and, like, rides for Ubers and, like, hotel rooms if they got kicked out. 
Yeah, she's like a phenomenal person. So please just send her the love if you can. Um, and also reach out if you feeling if you're feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Like please reach out. Don't like go through it alone because chances are a lot of us have had those thoughts before too. It's just hard to be happy in this world. Yep. Um also we would like to give um we would like to give prayers to Jad to the family of Jasmine Barnes. Now, Jasmine uh is the seven year old girl who's who was just shot. In a car recently, um, she's driving with her family, and somebody just opened fires in a car. Originally, we everyone thought it was like a race-related crime mm-hmm. because it was uh, said to have been a white man that shot into the car. But now um, it's been confirmed that it wasn't, not that it mattered, but it was a guy who swore that the car resembled one from somebody they he had gotten to a fight in earlier. So they decided to open fire and kill a child. Exactly. A child, like, I just, I just hope that, I don't usually believe in the death penalty, but the more I realize that some people are you just, just need it. Friday asses, like, exactly. fry I don't care. No, I don't want lethal injection. I want some green mouth shit. Yep. Forget the wet the sponge. Put them, like, I want th- suffer. Because some that's people disgusting. will never change. There's no And that's pussy. Like, why are you fucking shooting somebody? And if you fucking shoot, know who you fucking shooting. And I, I could see if it was a hot pink Range Rover. When you dealing with everyday cars, yeah, and you in a city, how are you just gonna say that car looks similar to the other car? Like, if it's a black Honda Civic, I'm not sure what this car was, but that's it's a thousand of those. Exactly. It's a thousand PT cruisers. It's a thousand uh, Nissan Altimers. You can't just be like, oh, that looks familiar from the other night. Exactly. It's a fucking car in 2019. Exactly. So now this little girl who's seven years old, can you imagine how fucking shook she was? Yep. Like, oh my God, that mom and that family sending prayers to them. And like I said, Friday asses, period. Yep. Period. Exactly. All right. Moving on in to tea time. Uh, this week, Sintonia, uh, the news was announced that Sintonia Brown is actually uh, going to be released from jail. Thank God. Thank God. In August. So she was put in jail when she was 16 years old for uh, killing a man who bought her for sex. Okay? He bought her for sex. when she um, And she served 15 years of a 51-year uh, sentence before so many people... Uh, decided to just be social justice warriors mm-hmm. after a documentary was released about yeah, her case. My dad called last week, actually. Damn, that's good. That's amazing. But 15 years of your life is still, I mean, still so much time She was to such lose. a kid. And, like, well, the crazy fucking thing is they had worded it that she was a, a child prostitute. Mm-hmm. So that's where they were just like, oh, who gives a fuck? Like, what? first of all... Childs ain't allowed to be no prostitutes. Exactly. So if you should be worried about that and like, not like, oh, well. Yeah. Because even six- if she thought, listen, I'm going to get out here and give me some money and sell my body at 15, it was, it was still illegal, right? Yeah, and somebody else probably planted it in her. Because, like, me, when I was 16, I thought I wanted to be a fucking lawyer. Mm-hmm. Same. And that still don't give nobody a fucking right to purchase her. Yeah, exactly. How to kill that nigga, too. Exactly. And that was so smart of her. Mm-hmm. To fucking kill. Because I know some people would be, like, scared, you know, don't want to. 15 years see. in prison is better than 15 years as a prisoner, as a sex slave. Yeah. Probably. In my opinion. Yeah. Now, some people might be different, but I would rather do 15 years what you did. 
than to do 15 years or possibly not have made it that long. Like, he could have killed her and, mm-hmm. and moved on to somebody else when she was older. Yep, because that's what they do. And they'd be like, because, dr- like, I watched a movie called Traffic, which was, like, such a good movie. It was about, like, trafficking and, like, the stuff that they do, like, how they have, like, how they, like, get the girls and, like, how they have, like, cell phones and stuff that, like, can't be traced and stuff and they like drug them up and all this stuff like that so it's just not it's just yeah I would definitely do the jail time yeah and it's a lot of people out here who do not understand how big trafficking is like it It is is huge huge. and I'm so scared sometimes because you could literally just be walking in the wrong corner and somebody could just fucking capture you and sell you in a sex trafficking and your family won't know where you are. Like Mm -hmm. so many cases on ID where these girls go missing and now after realizing, Oh, they're not just runaways. They're not just, you know, they may not be murdered. They might actually be somewhere in a fucking shed strung out, Mm -hmm. you know, not because of their own decision. It's, it's scared because so many stories are going to become uncovered of people being held exactly. captive. Because did you see? I forgot what it was called. It was like it was a big thing on our D channel. It was about these women in this town, and like like a lot of them went missing. A lot of the women's women in the town were like that went missing were addicts and stuff like that. So first people didn't care, mm-hmm. and then it was people who like weren't like addicts and stuff that were missing. They're like. Where the fuck is I think it was called like invisible women or something like that. I feel like I saw um, that. and they were like disappear- about it. They were like disappearing and like to this day nobody knows like where they went. And I'm thinking like something like that definitely could have happened to them. It's terrible. It really, really is. So I'm just so happy that she's being released and I'm so happy that people didn't let up. And it just goes to show you like, yeah, social media is so fucking toxic. Like sometimes you just wish it never existed. But it'd be so many Things that would just get swept under the rug. Because I never heard of... 51 years in jail. Yeah, because I didn't know about her story until I read about it on social media. And I'm like, wait, is this real? What the fuck? My God, and there's so many other people who are, like, in jail for shit. I just, oh, my God. It makes me feel like, all right, yeah, social media gets on my nerves, but I'm just going to log off and continue to just take what's good about it, like the information and the memes. True. And the memes. Yep. Because the news don't even be saying some of this nope. shit. No, and the news is led by social media. It's like social media decides what's important, and then that's what the news will cover. Yeah. So I think that that puts us in a better position than what we've been in the past because now we know, historically speaking, y'all won't cover it unless we're loud. So here, we're not going to shut the fuck up about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's talk about this Coachella lineup a little bit. So I got the picture here. Uh, We got Kid Cudi. We got some Solange. We got some Childish Gambino. We got some Ariana Grande. Okay, so the headliners are the, Ariana Grande, yeah, Childish, Childish Gambino, Gambino, and Tame Impala. Who's that? They're um, a group. Um, so, you know, Same Mistakes by Rihanna? Mm-hmm. That's their beat. Okay. I like that. Um, yeah. That's that's decent. Yeah. So, shout out to all them, but we also have some other people kind of spread it in that we know a lot about, such as Rico Nasty. Yes. Tierra Whack. Uh, we got some um Bad Bunny, her, Playboy Cardi, Khalid, uh, like I said, Janelle Monet. We got, oh, I thought it was Zoe Kravis, but it's Nina Kravis, but good for you too, girl. Uh, <laughs> Jaden Smith, um, Kanye, oh, Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> I was Ooh. like, okay, Zoe, uh, Zoe Kravis, but it's not her. 
Um, a bunch of people that's really, really cool here. So, oh, it's Frank Ocean, Pusha T. Did I make Frank Ocean up? Did I you? probably did. You did. That's crazy. I can't um, Gucci Gang is going to be there. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck Gucci I Gang is. I thought Gucci Gang was a song. Me and too. That's it. Oh, I thought it said Cardi B. It said Cerez D. But again, <laughs> good for you, girl. I'm happy for anybody who's on the Coachella lineup. Shit, I'm trying to be on the lineup. I'm trying. Ever since I seen that girl uh, interview on Vince Staples about, R- and he like went off about R. Kelly, and, and she, she was, was like, like "You don't, you don't get me fired." I was I'm me like, and Sabrina should be doing this shit because I'd have been like, "Go off, out of spill the tea." I'm like, "What he do? And what is he?" So I'm like, we got to get to fucking Coachella some way. If any of y'all niggas know somebody from Coachella. Because uh, I'm not going unless I got a press pass. Period. Yeah. If y'all know somebody from Coachella or how we could go about getting in, just y'all. Because um, I'm not trying to be hit, hit in, us the, up. in the fucking um, grass with y'all niggas. No. And after watching Insecure and seeing how they, could, <laughs> they couldn't get spots. Because I, I know feel me, like that's real. Me too. I felt like that was an accurate depiction. And like, knowing me, I be getting thirsty often. So I'm like, I got to have access and to cold I be water. having a pee. My feet start hurting a lot. I get like ex- heat exhaustion. Like I really get heat exhaustion to the point yeah, where like I get heat exhaustion. I cannot. Too. I really and can't. I start getting rashes when I'm hot. I start literally like passing out. Like I remember one time I felt myself like kind of like passing out when I was driving, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember, remember that? that? I was yeah. like so weak and I was scared. It's because I went for a run in the fucking ninety yeah. degrees trying to push myself, and I'm like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, never again." <laughs> Never. I start getting like stuff on my chest, like real, like <laughs> it's like rashes. And I'm like, what the fuck? No. That's embarrassing. It Falling is. out of Coachella, I feel like you're going to wake up and not be in a hospital. <laughs> Again, you going to wake Or be like aliens around you. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's going to be like all these white people with dirty ass locks in their head. Like, you think she's alive? I'm like, please. <laughs> And they'd be like, just give her the crystals. Yeah. Uh, no, no time. <laughs> no, no, no. We not doing that. So, yeah, if y'all know how to uh, get us hooked up, let me know. So, apparently, Kim and Kanye are having a fourth child. This uh, through surrogate as well. And good for them. I don't know. This is all reported, but I feel like it's the truth. I feel like it's the truth, too. I feel like uh, Kim is in competition with Chris. <laughs> they have as many kids. You think, so. My mom swears she in competition with Beyonce. Uh, well, we all know as soon as Beyonce drops anything, here come Kim and her guitar case-shaped ass plopped and spread it. So I do not, I don't know. I do know that Kim loves kids. She do love And she kids. loves her kids. And honestly, I'm happy because they're going to be fucking adorable, they're as gonna we all know. They're going to be beautiful kids. And that's going to bring me joy. They're going to be beautiful children because she knows how stunning. to have. Oh, my God. Some, like, they all look like each other, but so different. Yeah. Because Chicago is like a split image of Kim. Mm-hmm. That is a doll baby. If mm-hmm. I've never seen one before. And Saint is just so fucking cute. So cute. And North, we all know she slays. That beautiful. And she knows she slays. Yeah. But I just find it weird that they keep having children with Kanye West going off deeper <laughs> and deeper. That's how I feel. I'm like, I feel like with each kid, he goes deeper. So honestly, I feel that because like I'm somebody that want to have kids. So I'm like, just give me the fucking kids and go. I know. And if that means lose like, your fucking mind. I feel like Kim is already with Kanye as long as he keep having babies with her. She's okay. And keep her dressed. That nigga really wildin'. I feel like she do. Every time he want to apologize, he just get a surrogate. <laughs> like, he'd be like, all right, we got I wonder if they're using the same one. 
like that's, that's why a lot. I need to get back in shape. Oh my gosh, I would be fucking pregnant and paid, baby. I, I cannot do it. I'm not. Doing I don't it. think I could do it in theory because I, I would want to be like they be staring it's at mine. me and I be it's mine. It's mine. But, I carried it. It's me. But it's really in theory not really a baby. It's really not your child at all. <laughs> you are in that case. You're a container. Yeah, there's container. no traces of you in that child. No. So um. Yeah, I definitely know that I couldn't do it because I get possessive over things like <laughs> pencil sharpness. I know I can't have, carry nobody else's baby. <laughs> like, it's everything is mine. So, no. Everything is love. That's Beyonce and Jay-Z album. My album will be called Everything is Mine. <laughs> T. So, but congrats <laughs> to them. Let's talk breakups and break-ins just really, really quick. So... Oh no! Our favorite chocolate couple is kaput. Not only are they kaputs, they went out messy. And I never would have thought that Kofi, all right, Ducky Thigh and Kofi Cerebe. I don't know if his name is Kofi Cerebe, but he's. I think it's Kofi Cerebo. I call yeah. him Kofi Cerebe <laughs> because he's. In theory, my bae. He is beautiful. But I'm like low-key happy that they <laughs> broken up nine chairs and my goofy ass. You go from like ducky thought, you it's like what's next for you? Yeah. I know it ain't white women. That's all Please. I can tell you. That would honestly end me. <laughs> <laughs> I would just fall apart. <laughs> First of all, one second you about to do, you can do backflips. And the next second, Kofi Cerebo dating, like, uh, somebody else would just kill you. A white woman, though. That would, you know how, like. That's like Idris Alba. I'm like, I know he, like, kind of trashy, but at least he didn't date. Like, it's just, but you know how, you know, when you playing Jenga and, like, you pull the thing out and all the blocks fall, that would be me. My thing is, like, I want to unpack my vendetta. I think we talked about this, like, on another show before, like, the vendetta against uh, certain black men with white women. It's because a lot of times it don't be making sense. Like, yeah. they, it, it don't be making sense. And it be people that they, a lot of times, don't even have anything in common with. Yeah. Uh, it be women. Like, white, Jordan Peele don't bother, because first of all, his wife funny. Yeah, or, like, Mara uh, from Deez and Meryl, he's dating, like, a Jewish woman. Like, I feel like when yeah. you, it doesn't compromise you from being, like, a nigger, like, it's fine. But the moment you start, like, being, like, Michael Jordan and, like, in my opinion, Eddie Murphy yeah. and Jamie Foxx, when you date, like, a white woman, you're like, <laughs> then I don't like you no more. Yeah. Because it's like, no. And Jamie Foxx got real quiet when we found out what his baby mom was. Yes. He was like, what happened to that? A little one? needle <laughs> <laughs> yeah because jamie fox really was playing wanda yeah jamie fox was like fancy fancy on the jamie fox show and now he fucking dating bangs mcgee uh with his, katie holmes i never when i saw his baby <laughs> mom bangs mcgee he is bangs mcfucking when i saw his baby mom i'm like what in the trailer park Yep, and we found out who James Harden was laying with. Yes, and she took a picture. Mm, mm, mm. Jamie Foxx, baby mama, like she was like, that honky tongue, but don't go don't. Do my thing. <laughs> that shit slap. <laughs> honky tonk is a fun thing to say. It is. But yeah, she. Back to Ducky. <laughs> Back to. <laughs> I was like, the honky tonk is fun. But, um, Kofi. <laughs> We talking about chocolate couple that are no more. Ducky got supermodel Kofi Cerebo, beautiful man. Mm -hmm. um, they they were 
like so sensual and love and I'm going to get married this year and I'm a this, I'm a that, I'm a this, I'm a that. They was like loving each other and I loved them. I'm like, yo, they so quiet. Little, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it's so quiet because it was fucking turmoil. She wrote uh, Leaving All Trash Niggas in 2018. Yeah, that. And she deleted it. Wow. But you know what? Would it be the first time a nigga that fine that seemed that articulate was absolute trash? They always are. Because Issa Rae kind of said, he was like hitting on Issa Rae hard. And Issa was like, he is young. Like, he ain't ser- he's a child. Even if he <laughs> think he's serious, he's not serious. That's pretty much what he said, what she said. But she probably was around him enough to know that he is g- girl. Like, he just play. He definitely seemed like he just played. I'd knock him over his head if he looked that good and got me all excited. <laughs> <laughs> just if I could play around. And then he well, said, get, get your fucking baseball back. Cause back. I'm gonna use my hand. <laughs> Club the shit out there. <laughs> but uh I've never been scared of you. You said that. <laughs> I picture your hands like a ludicrous and get back. <laughs> no, you ever <laughs> you ever see it was like Power Ranger SBD and one <laughs> and one girl had fist of iron as her power. <laughs> Which I thought was a lame fucking power. All these other niggas can fly. They fast. You got a fist that turns into iron. So you just punch hard. What if that somebody hit you in your face before you get to punch them? She fucked up. She's like, fist of iron. All these other niggas had these cool powers. <laughs> but um, anyway, he posted, maybe I won't let sex distract me this year. <laughs> what that mean? Did he cheat? Who was you fucking like a jackrabbit? Because it wasn't me. Yeah, <laughs> period. Exactly. And then she, he goes, maybe my wife will reveal herself oh, to yeah, me this year. Maybe I'll come the man I always want to be. So Bitch, I've been revealed myself. What do you? What more do he you want? Annoying. Let me see it. He's like, he <laughs> like a Pisces. I just picture me like crouched on his bed, like you said you wanted your wife. Reve- <laughs> like, Imagine waking up to like, get the fuck out of here. You're seeing somebody crotch like fucking Spider Man at the bottom of your bed. <laughs> <laughs> who are you you be like you, you be like I fucking revealed myself I said you said you wanted a wife now let me see when his birthday he uh then I fucking know it I said he? he sound like a Pisces he a fucking Pisces what that's I Pisces know. <laughs> I thought he sound like a cancer no that sound like some Pisces man shit because it's been it's it's, it's manipulative but you exposing yourself and you want somebody to feel sorry for you yeah well, he, I'm sorry, I'm smacking in your ear. I'm eating sour patches. But, yeah, I'm eating a piece of chocolate. <laughs> yo, we really smacking. But, um, <laughs> ASMR. I was about to say ASMR too. But, um, <laughs> he's 6'2. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, he definitely could get it. He on the hit list. Like, it's a lot of niggas out here I know ain't shit, but it's still don't got nothing to do with me and, like, my list. Finding out he a Pisces really pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I picture him, I think about that time where somebody on Tinder had him as a picture. Oh, yeah. And I was talking to him because I was trying to crack down. Oh, yeah. And I was, like, trying to see what they really look like. They was catfishing hard as hell. But they didn't pick, like, a regular, like, red carpet picture. They picked, like, a candid picture that you would have to be digging on the internet to really find. Yeah. I said, Sabria, this is fucking cold. They, like, catfishing. And I, like, said, you know who you look like? This is one actor. They blocked the show. This bitch trying to blow up my fucking spot. Is that, oh, got a blast. <laughs> <laughs> <They're>, oh, shit. 
<laughs> That's so funny. All right. Tony Braxton and the bird broke up. Thank God. They should never. I said this earlier also, Mike. They both are too bad with money to be the fuck together. <laughs> oh they God. both fucking bankrupt. Yo, what y'all going to get out of the marriage? But a fucking suitcase. <laughs> And some paper towels. Some fucking foreclosure. But uh yeah, they aren't together anymore. Tony Braxton posted a picture and said starting a new chapter isn't always an easy choice. Girl, shut the fuck up. We always choose to be chosen. Cheers to a new year. It's like you too old to be learning the same old fucking <laughs> lessons. <laughs> Yo, it's like your 50th year on earth. Like Y'all you got bitches gotta do better. Starting a new chapter isn't they always should easy. never first of all, they should never been together. She thought um brian she thought calling him <laughs> his fucking government name was gonna make everything that makes me so queasy <laughs> she thought calling him his government name was gonna make everything fucking peaches well guess what tony <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then um i just know she's gonna be in a confessional like my sisters don't understand i'm having a hard year i'm trying to get over everything that i got going on and tamar is over here and my mother it's just me and brian and I'm fucking Diesel. It's like, all right, Tony. And I feel like he never, I feel like Dave's in a relationship just to boost their credit scores. Only <laughs> <laughs> they, they fucking terrible financial. I'm not because that shit, when a nigga fucking file for bankruptcy and foreclosure, when I hear those words, bankruptcy, foreclosures, I'm like, you fucked up. I'm, but you if I really fucked up. But if I like, I just never to say that I'm not going to do this in my life, but if I do, best believe, I'm going to be looking for somebody else who ain't on my side of the street. Like, I want somebody that can help me out, nigga. Like, that's scary as fuck. That's I think I Tony got her credit together, though. I think she good because of that yeah. show. Yeah, true. I think she got herself together. Um, but, and I, I do appreciate her for being so transparent about what it looked like on the show but mm-hmm. like Birdman I don't understand how he got it like, I'm just so confused as to how Birdman has money in the first place so th- you know that's that's that you he know probably returning stuff to Nima Marcus <laughs> Birdman said uh damn what did he say it was a quote that I found here I thought it was funny um he said on his story it's over <laughs> <laughs> He said it's over. Dot dot dot. That's how men and women handle things. Men, it's over. Women, starting a new chapter. <laughs> like, bitch, it's fine. Thank you for What's letting us know, though. Your fucking career. I do like when people. No, don't say that about Tony. Her, she got no, some. Not her. Oh, okay. Brian. <laughs> Brian's career. Yeah, the bird. But um, he should be for fucking stealing from Lil Wayne. I know. Did they ever figure that out? Him and uh, Wheezy F. Mm. Because them niggas had, like, they was kissing and tattoos and stuff. And just for it to be, like, I don't know. And he was a pervert. Who? Um, Berman? Berman, he, um, he had, it was like, it's this video going on recently. I'm a pervert. He is a fucking pervert. He had Lil Wayne lose his virginity at 11. And it was, like, this girl that was at the house. I don't know. She was, like, a prostitute or whatever. And he was, like, suck Lil Wayne dick. Suck Lil Wayne little dick. And um, Lil Wayne was, like, telling the story because it was, like, some boy. I think it was, like, Little Twist or somebody, a young man. He asked him, was Lil Wayne asked him, was he a virgin? And he was, like, yeah. He was, like, and you 15? He said, I was fucking since I was 11. He said, I had nay at 15. And he was, like, basically talking about how Birdman, like, coerced him to lose his virginity at 11. And, like, you were saying, like, how a lot of this stuff is, like, with men, especially black men, it's, like, normalized. Yeah, seriously. Like, 
to like sleep with older and women. Older women like commanding them almost. Or to, but to they have. need and those women need to be shamed of themselves too. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, yes. It's just nasty. And I'm like, what the fuck, bro? I could definitely see him doing something. And I just think about like how my uncle sometimes talked to my brother versus how they talk to me. Like from when I went on prime, everybody was like, You're dead meat to my prime date. Not knowing that he was about to take my shoes. (laughs) He was not even into me like that. So he was into men. But it's I just wanted him because he was like, you know, he was really nice and respectful, funny, and he was tall and cute. Yeah, so. so I was like, oh, he going he gonna to make these pictures work for me. Mm-hmm. But my family were like, you better not like get her home in one piece, you know, being all crazy. Then my little brother went on Prime, and you see everybody like, yeah, 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 you better, yeah. And I'm like, okay. But when for my Prime, y'all were like, be a good girl, keep your legs glued shut. And then for my brother, I'm like, first of all, he's going on prime with someone who is 17 years old how yeah. can you look at a 17 year old and be like you better bust them grits or whatever the hell old and, niggas say it's yeah. like <laughs> <in> my- <laughs> you better bust it down and i'm like y'all just some old dirty freaks oh y'all oh, it's got th- y'all all freaks. need therapy exactly. for what has been done to you because exactly. now y'all think that that shit is normal. yeah because that's what lil wayne was like he was like telling to he was like oh we gotta get you somebody you 15 yeah i had ray janae when i was 15 you were a teen like, father that was look. not cool and you're lucky that your daughter came out she seems like she's okay to me yeah. like mind her business but anyway i don't even want to talk about this shit it's time to move on to the sunken place. And I don't Bring know. Bring it on down to sunken place. <laughs> I stupidly, sorry, I stupidly asked, um, who should be in the sunken place this week? No, and damn well who should be. <laughs> but I just asked because I'm like, yo, what if people are just tired of hearing about R. Kelly? Because it, mentally, I had to log out out of all my social mm-hmm. networks on Friday. It was a lot. So I would understand that some people were like, please do not talk about R. Kelly anymore. Please do not talk about what he did to them girls. Please don't talk about the defenders and stuff. But the exact opposite happened. People want to hear what we got to say. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to go on ahead and smash the sunken place in with... Um, Common senses. Yes, because it's just too much to unpack. We got to get into... It's so fucking crazy. First the fucking all, because I didn't watch all of it. It's six parts, but I watched some parts um, because my parents recorded it. Um, And in conclusion, these parents gave their fucking kids away to him because they said that they were just allegations. They didn't believe... It's fucking crazy because some the sometimes even black women don't believe black oh, women. Or black people in general don't believe, huh. like, other... They're so, the toughest ones. That... that So they didn't ooh. believe... The allegations were... I mean, the, the video was already out at this time, but the parents didn't think, oh... The that, marriage license was out. Yeah, the, but the parents of these girls that they basically given away, they were like, oh, like, that's... We just want to be in the room when this happened, whatever. And like one of the girls, um, she was at a concert with R. Kelly. I think she was like fifteen or seventeen. Which she was why? a teen. Why are you there? Exactly with her fucking parents. Don't see B. Two K. Right. And she, R. Kelly, pulled her up on the stage. He took her backstage. Her parents met her backstage, and R. Kelly had gave her his number, which is fucking weird. She then the parents says this. On the interview, excuse me, she was texting him behind our back. She a teenage girl, and she was a singer, and she's thinking that he's going to help her with her singing. It was he was the adult; he shouldn't have gave her the number and or entertained that. 
So she was doing that. And then she lived in, I think, like Hollywood, Florida. And she had drove um, to Orlando and met up with him in a hotel. And her parents were like, went to the hotel because she she her parents were like well where are you and she texted him she's like i'm well r kelly and i'm here and her parents were like no like so they went to the hotel and they're looking and when celebrities go into hotels they're not the front desk people aren't allowed to tell you like that they're there Mm -hmm. and so you could like pester them they was freaking out her parents and was like we know r kelly's here and they were like there's nobody under that name here and they were like our daughter is with him or whatever and so then and they went to go knocking around doors at the hotel so the um people at the front desk were like okay like we're gonna like find it so they found the room she was in the room by herself with him um and i think she was like singing or something um and they took her out the room and they were like they were like we don't want you in with the be around him by yourself this enter blah blah these fucking dumbasses she went somewhere else with r kelly and they were like oh your sister um let your sister be the chaperone so her sister is the chaperone, but R. Kelly's people um, didn't want the sister there, and they drug her out the room and dropped her off somewhere. And the sister was, like, screaming about it and being, like, you know, she told her parents, but then she said she didn't want them to worry, so she didn't tell them, like, exactly what happened, that she got, like, drug out the room. It's a bunch of stupidity going on. It's so fucking stupid. Like, when you watch it, like, it just makes me so mad because I'm like... All of this fucking happened because y'all didn't believe the what, other girls. It got happened to you. Other girls. It and got I, happened to you. It got happened to you. And it's just and now like, I don't know. I'm they so- can't get their daughter. She. They went to uh, the studio, like this warehouse, like studio, and they were like trying to. Um, well, first of all, you can't knock on the door because it's like a warehouse. Mm-hmm. They were like calling the daughter, and then they saw somebody come to the window, and they didn't know who it was. They thought it was their daughter. They asked the police to do a wellness check, but the police can't. They don't have permission to go in there. Yeah, and they're like, um, "We can't do anything." And then the mom was just like freaking out about that, and I'm like, "You basically, you're none of y'all are taking accountability for what y'all did. Y'all basically gave y'all kids away." Exactly. And I hate that like kids are like being treated like currency here because mm-hmm. a lot of people are like they're saying stuff like, oh, uh, well, um, I know he, he married Aaliyah, but her parents allowed her to. But I'm like, but it still is a person at the butt of this. Yeah. Like, why do y'all think that because these girls are underage, because they're kids, like they need to suffer or they are allowed to be manipulated and taken advantage of because of because their parents were dickheads. The worst part about this is that everybody felt these girls R. Kelly fucking felt them mm-hmm. for, because he's sick in the head mm-hmm. he's a sick nasty man he's mm-hmm. a monster um his people failed them because mm-hmm. they allowed this shit to happen and they were complacent a lot of them are including his family his personal assistants they mm-hmm. fucking see it happen and then these parents it's like I'm just trying to think about that because my mom wouldn't let my black ass go with people she knew weren't like that because no you are a kid you don't need to be there yeah. like why 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 and I think that people like these parents trying to talk themselves into believing oh these other girls was lying because they want their kid to make it they mm-hmm. want to be parents of a rich person a rich person so bad they want to be taken care of they want their child to be their savior mm-hmm. they talk themselves into believing that this man was not a monster even mm-hmm. though they had the proof 
the fucking figgy pudding sitting yep. right in front of their face, but yep. they didn't want to pay no attention. Nope. So, like, I don't want blaming the parents to get take away from R. Kelly. R. Kelly is a monster. R- he is not even a wolf in sheep clothing. He's, He's a wolf exactly in wolf is. clothing. He has done this for so long. He, ha- I feel like he's one of the worst type of people because he actually, I think it's a hard on from watching yep. himself get away from it. From mm-hmm. calling himself the Pied Piper. From yep. being in the back of Aaliyah's AJ Nothing But A Number cover. From like getting on stage asking wh- who want to go home with R. Kelly who calls himself the Pied Piper and everyone goes, okay, fine. Yeah. Everybody was okay with that. Like even when I was a kid, cause I remember, um, he, uh, he did, I think the girlfriend remix of B2K. And I remember it was like, uh, it was like B2K and Pied Pied Piper. Yeah. And like, I looked up like the, what Pied Piper was. And mm-hmm. I saw like literally, uh, Pied Piper is a man, a, a man who lures children, children with, with music. music. And that's oh my god, that makes that makes the earth feel like it's coming down from under me. Yeah, but to hear that somebody is saying I will use my influence to persuade people, and I've been on this shit for years with R. Kelly because yep. I used to love R. Kelly. Like when I was younger, believe I can fly and world's greatest. Like yes, the nigga can fucking sing. No one's denying it. But I started like understanding. Wait, why was he married to Leah? Like, at 15, yeah. I know they, I always, in my mind, knew that they dated. And just like this one girl was saying, back in the 90s and early 2000s, it, information wasn't as accessible. Mm-mm. There was rumors going around saying that Aaliyah had a glass eye. Remember that? I don't remember that. That's probably some North Philly shit. <laughs> this girl brought it up, too. Like, it, yeah. people always, and like, so what the fuck is she Oh, because she, she had did. her back, because she wore yeah. one bang to the side. something okay. was wrong with her eye. She had a glass eye. It was something going on with her eye. So it was some rumors like that. And it was a lot of shit that it just was crazy back mm-hmm. in the day. And nowadays, we're kind of being able to really decipher what was real, what wasn't. And I always thought, yeah, he dated Aaliyah while she was younger and he was older, meaning she's like 19, he's like 27. I had no clue that he was married to Aaliyah and when that came out I'm like yo why are no adults around me freaking out about this you know then I started reading these articles about how he would lure teenage girls in Chicago with sneakers and gifts and all these girls and I'm like while I don't necessarily uh, know if this is the truth it's enough to disgust me and at least make me want to investigate more Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden people start coming out and like with these why R. Kelly why everybody coming out on R. Kelly is none of these other rappers for real for real that these women are making accusations to because now some people want to hop on the bandwagon that they're just doing it because he black and all which is not true also um nobody um the some people from like that interview them during lifetime nobody got paid for it damn i didn't um, know that nobody got paid for it one two who wants to get clout after being known for like who you can't get clout off of being a rape victim yeah, you and only get money, shamed exactly and the money that he was giving because the girl who was um, peed on in the video, her parents, like, they settled in court. Yeah. And it wasn't even that much money. It's just, and it's it's not that much money, but she's always known as that girl. Yeah. So I'm like, you guys settle for a lot of money because that's almost a lifetime of embarrassment, to be honest with you. Um, And then, like, Aaliyah's mom was talking about how Aaliyah never left her sight. She left your sight for something. Yeah. It's making me sick reading people saying that they walked in on them having sex and they sneakishly 
manipulated the marriage certificate to say she was 18. 18. He didn't do the shit alone. Nope. And Damon Dash is saying that, like, by the time he got with Aaliyah, when she was legal, an adult, and he was an adult, she couldn't even talk about that shit. That's something I never thought about. Like, mm-hmm. how, how did Aaliyah feel about it? And Damon Dash said the one thing she would leave it at is he's a bad guy. He's a bad dude. And he said, I didn't even want to press her to talk about it without a professional around Mm -hmm. because the way she would just tense up and she was so sure of herself that he was just a terrible person. Mm -hmm. And I wish she was alive, period. But to tell her story because that's such an ominous, like, relationship with them. And I think that when she grew up, she would look back and be like, yo, I was manipulated. Yeah. I was really manipulated. And was also... It, uh, within the sunken place is people that are saying stuff like, oh, when y'all was in high school getting picked up with, by niggas and jaguars, y'all was cool, but now y'all was manipulated. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And you know what? By being that person, now I can have some insight and I can spit game and tell y'all what it is, what's the truth. And it's that no grown man don't want anything to do with somebody that's 15 years old unless he wants to manipulate you. Mm-hmm. The shit that he know he can't get over, pull over on an adult. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. Like when I was younger, a lot of older men liked me. And I liked a lot of older men because, and I said this before, I thought that meant I was mature. Yep. Not they immature. I'm just on they level. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm talking to older guys because, like, you know, I'm grown. Like, I literally, I'm telling y'all, and I'm not proud of it, but since a very young age, like, I remember I was, like, seven years old, and it would be boys, like, 13 years old. One, because I was taller, that would be like, oh, you my girlfriend. And I'd be like, okay, cool, chill, yeah. Because, like, that's that's just what I thought. I obviously didn't get sexually manipulated, thank God, Thank God that didn't happen. But as I got older, I would be like, yeah, like, of course, this 21-year-old boy like me and I'm 16 because I'm mature. Not thinking to myself, yo, what's wrong with him where he can't talk to other 21-year-olds? It's not until I got 21 and couldn't talk to other 21-year-olds where I was like. Yeah, and I feel uncomfortable being around people that's, like, in their 20s. Yeah. And, like, I was talking to this boy. I was, like, 12 or 13, and he was 18. And I would be, like, on the phone with him, and he, like, we would be, like, talking about, like, scenarios where, like, basically having phone sex and stuff right. like that. Um, and I'm, like, thinking about that now. I'm, like, I was, like, 12 or 13, and he was, like, 18. And, like, that's still, like, that's still it's weird. It's very disgusting. And I'm, like, it's still wrong. Like, but the fact that somebody can use that as a large gear, but when y'all was getting picked up by 14, 18, but, like, y'all saw it happening and y'all didn't think nothing was wrong with it. And, okay, now that you're older, you still don't think nothing is wrong yeah, with it? Yeah, because we knew girls like that that was dating niggas that had, like, fucking, like, yes, old head cars and, like, picking up men. from high school. And, like, and I, I just think about that now. And I'm, like, are they, like, how are these girls mental? Like, I how they're affected by it because that's crazy that is so crazy to like and that's like it's so creepy like it's so cringe and like ugh, like that's just because i just think about that i'm like and i remember because it's weird because i they was it was these boys in a car and like my friend talked to this one boy and then i got the other boy number and we was talking and so but we never like was really like face to face like that because he was in a car and then they drove off. Mm-hmm. So we was talking on the phone and then when I met up with him, I was like so shy because I was a fucking kid. Yeah, and he was like kind of awkward too. And I'm like, you eight, 
18 and I'm just thinking that I'm like he was 18 and I was like 12 or like 13. It's just like it's I don't a even think I even got my period yet. It's a dark world out here and listen, we're not saying that like oh kid kids is fr- yes, if nothing else kids going to be fast. You and I'm talking boys and girls they going to think they grown. Mm-hmm. But that's why you need the grown people to slow them down, mm-hmm. not encourage it. Like oh yes, I wasn't a perfect child, and sometimes I thought that I knew things, but it should have been up to the adults in my life, which some men did find out how old I was and was like, oh, shit, uh uh-uh, no, girl. And I was like, ugh, anyway, moving on to, you know. But, like, it should be up to them to be like, oh, uh uh-uh, no. You were, I'm not either, I don't want to get in trouble, or you're too young for me. I like women who match me or people who match me Mm -hmm. mentally. Like, that's just it, period. It's really out people out here defending and that's what made me more sick than anything else because people really are trying to turn this into like a race issue, protect black men, but, but men. But I'm like, why don't we, why is it always got to be at the cost of black women? Like we mm-hmm. always, we always, we always want to protect black men, mm-hmm. but I'm not protecting black men at the cost of someone else's uh, safety, period. Exactly. They don't even have to be a black woman. Mm-hmm. I'm not protecting black rapists. I'm not protecting black no. homophobes. I'm not protecting black transphobes. If you are hurting someone else, you immediately get the uh, uh, Black Lives Matter card taken away from me. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Same. I don't give a fuck about you. You are no longer a human to me. Yeah. And black women have to take so much from black men uh, as far as misogyny is concerned anyway. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, the way they speak about us in rap. The way every time something goes on with us, historically speaking, they don't stand up for the way we do. Now we got to sit up here and have our girls being pretty much raped, whether it's statutory or not. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a predator on our hands, but we have to let it ride out because y'all think Hugh Hefner did the same thing, which is not the same thing. You have to objectify women, but he paid them and they were legal. (laughs) Okay? They were. They they were were paid. And also, people, like... For me, I was saying this earlier, for me, I didn't know, even though I'm into film and stuff like that, like, I am into film on a level where I like the stuff that's, like, whimsical and stuff like that. I'm not deep into, like, yo, brother, (laughs) like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not, like, a buff like that. I like what I fucking like. I didn't know of Harvey Weinstein until these allegations came up, so... To me, his legacy is being a fucking pervert. Exactly. Um, And he, I haven't seen anything about him um, since. Like, he's gone to hiding. Like, who knows what his financial situation is. I mean, I know he has the company. But I know he has the company or whatever. But, like, I, I feel like he's not, he's probably suffering. Good. and Like, right? As he, right? As he should. Be. But I feel like it's crazy that, you know, it took... Like a few, a lot of people were quiet about Harvey Weinstein, but the moment they said something, it was like a wrecking ball. Mm-hmm. Literally, everybody started popping up. Boom, career over because he was torturing white women, mm-hmm. famous white women. Mm-hmm. But like these girls who are one not rich, two black. It's been rumors that he's been fucking with them for over twenty years now, mm-hmm. and his music is still on the charts. It's yep. still being played, and I'm like. Yo, it's something wrong with our society where we hear that people might, we see women crying. Mm-hmm. We see them recounting what's going on. We hear that somebody's rapist and somebody's old, but his music's still good. 
I'm like, what is wrong with you? Where like my family recently, we got into a big time about this R. Kelly thing because they were like one family member going to tell my mom, well, you need to check on her for how she's reacting because something might happen to her. And my thing was something might have happened to me. You're right. Something might have happened to me. And me going on line, seeing y'all side with the rapist, maybe it prevents me from wanting to say something. Mm -hmm. Or how about this? Maybe nothing happened to me and I just don't like rapists. Is that really hard to believe? Like, exactly. I I don't know. Like, even other criminals hate rapists. But y'all yeah. normal people who, if you find out somebody in your family is gay, y'all going to lose your fucking noodles. That's the thing is, if R. Kelly was messing with, like, Little, boys. Oh, my God. Let her find out that R. Kelly is in but a... But he did have a girl. He, he has a girl that he wants her to dress like a boy her hair is cut she wears like basketball shorts and like sneakers and stuff like that and that's like his boy toy but how about this imagine r kelly was in a very healthy relationship with a trans woman imagine how many niggas would cancel him then yep if he was in a very healthy consensual relationship with a trans woman yep that would have been his career Yep. Right there. But let, oh, no, no, no. R. Kelly is actually uh, dating underage girls, and y'all, they fast. They're kids. And like somebody said, your 30-year-old ass is getting manipulated by these niggas, and you think a 15-year-old isn't? Like, are you kidding me? And it was this Your nigga been doing you wrong for 20 years, <laughs> Diana. So stop. <laughs> exactly. And there was this one girl who um, was like, uh, the thing is, it's crazy because he really is a psychopath because he's smart because he doesn't, if they want to go, he'll let them go because he don't want the charges. Yeah, because he's a predator, so, not... Yeah. Yeah. So this girl, um, she was a huge fan of his, like a stan, and she said she was the type that would like get in arguments with people, like don't say nothing bad about her colleague, this and third, and she didn't believe, she was a grown woman, and she didn't believe these with the accusations and stuff like that she met him at a concert then they started dating and he was like well you know I, I date other girls too and she was like she was fine with that so she was one she said um she was gonna they were at a concert and she went to go um like get her stuff to go back home and her people were like like where are you going and she was like, like, I'm going home. And they're like, no, like, you're they're staying here. Like, this is where you're not going back to Atlanta. Like, you're staying here. Um, and she had to stay with him. She, like, was living in a house. He had this, like, house that he had the girls living in. And he had this one room that was, like, it was painted all black. And, like, the windows were blacked out. And he would just, like, do crazy stuff to the girls in there. But... She was somebody that she didn't believe, and she stood by him and stuff like that. And now, this you know, what happened to her? And she was a grown, she was a grown mm -hmm. woman. My thing is, this man is sick, and he should have had some help because apparently he was sexually assaulted when he was a kid. He was, and that probably threw off everything. Yep. And the only person, However, the only some therapy, exactly. And the only person that knew that you know about this was his music teacher when he was like younger she's like this old like older black woman and she's always said that something was that was off about him yeah and it's like when somebody is a sexual deviant and they don't get checked for years they are not going to stop mm -mm. they're not going to stop like it's so sad it's really really sad and i just want to let people know like when you uh defend 
abusers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't, you never know who's watching. Like I know somebody firsthand who has gone through a nightmare. I know someone who has been, who was being raped in her own house. I mm-hmm. know her personally. And I know that she is friends with a lot of the people who were defending R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. And I wonder what she was feeling. I really do. I know. I wonder what that must be like to, and there's so many people that we don't know and who are never going to say anything because of shit like this. Yep. And you got, you just really got to be careful for what you're saying because all it tells a rape or a, a person who's been abused is that they can't ever speak up because if they do speak up, the joke's going to be on them now. Mm-hmm. The shame is going to be on them. It's not the shame of this man. You mean tell me you're not going to listen to R. Kelly? Yeah, I'll be fine. I'll be fine because I think that we live in a world where thing too much is available to us. And the idea of being slightly inconvenienced, of not having something that we enjoy, is just like, oh, sweet baby Jesus, you, you're fine. You don't have to have everything that you enjoy. Exactly. It's not that. And it's just like, I'm definitely past it, but like what happened to me was not bad in comparison to what's happened to these girls and also like the person was the same age as me but it's like when I see people say stuff and defend and make jokes and stuff I'm like okay like I definitely see and I don't want the sympathy when people know that it happened to me because I'm like oh you just saying that because it's me because like I saw a post on Twitter this girl was like um her rapist like his mugshot was posted on Facebook and people uh, posted and was like, I bet that girl was lying under the comments, but then they found out that it was her, mm-hmm. and then people was like, oh, that happened to you, blah, 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 because I guess respectability politics. Exactly. Um, And I know that would definitely happen with me, respectable, and I don't want that. I want you to be straight up the gate, be like, fuck these rapists, fuck people who take advantage of it. Like, I just want, I don't want you to change your mind once you know that something's happened to someone like me or like somebody who you respect. Right. And like people think it's so insane that when they defend R. Kelly and I'm like, well, would you leave your daughter alone with him? No. Then why are you listening to him? And that's what I'm saying. Y'all got to get y'all logic together. Yeah. Why you, it's okay for it to happen to somebody else, but not other people. And I'm sorry. I hate to say shit like this. As people, we will not move forward until all of us are really, really on board with protecting black women. And mm-hmm. I'm not just talking about some black women. I'm saying black, black women, trans women. Like, we are not going to move forward until we start protecting black women. No. Period. It's just not going to happen. Y'all think that, like, um, every single time we all march at the same time, like, that's solidarity? Moments like this show huge flaws in the culture, and I know that it's largely related to, like, the people who are, like, just not educated, Mm -hmm. but it's still a lot of people in the industry who chose to look away, too. Exactly. They chose to look away because they felt like, like, even like Chance the Rapper said, in the most honest way possible, they did not value the victims. They didn't value who they are, and they did not value them because they were black women. And they can think that directly, or they can think it in a few other ways and Mm -hmm. let that be the main reason. But it's just such a shitty, shitty, shitty way to be. Because the only thing I keep thinking, not to bring it to myself, because I feel like it's clear that I care when it's not me, Mm -hmm. but... If something happened to me, I really, really have to live with the fact that despite the fact that I'm a truthful person, people still won't believe me because they just don't care to. Yep. They don't care about me. Exactly. That's just like when. That's why murder happens. I'm sorry. Yep. No, that's like, true. Remember when Mary J. Blige said, I'll, I'll kill somebody 
if they touch me. Yeah. And that's how I feel. Because me like Santonia Brown, you kill them, you get locked up. You tell the truth, you get ignored. So it's like, I'll do the time. I'm not, because I'm going to be a prisoner either way. Exactly. That's just like when, I know, remember I was in college, this story happened where this, um, this, like, this cis black man killed a trans woman. Um, and, and people were like, oh, he cooked because she, he didn't know. That was his girlfriend. And he did know. Mm. And I think they might have gotten into an argument and she was like going to be like, you know, I'm going to tell like who I am. Yeah. Or I think it was that he re- like realized like he was disgust- disgusted with himself and he took that out on her. And people, the story was, oh, he didn't know whatever, but he knew they were in a relationship. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Bullshit. Is but since she, even though, it, no matter if you are cis or trans, if you are a black woman, identify as a black woman, people not gonna be not gonna believe you. Yep, person of color, poor, they just don't. It's not. It's not a seller. It's not interesting because we still hear shit about Elizabeth Smart. They found her ass exactly, and that story still fucking wacky dooey to me. Yeah, but I ain't gonna get into it here. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but still hearing about Natalie. Uh, what's her name? Natalie Pol- Pullman or something like that. The girl who disappeared in Aruba. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Still hearing their names. Mm-hmm. Still hearing their names. It's a bunch of people out here missing, but we still hearing their names. Yep. Come on now. They don't care about black girls. Nope. That's why we... I don't care if my family think I'm a raging psychopath. I hate rapists. I'm I'm very... That's... I'm Same. very um, radical. Yeah, I'm radical in the in the sense that I hate people... Who take advantage of others. Mm-hmm. I hate people who push their weight around. Mm-hmm. I hate that because they know they can never go head to head with somebody that was mentally strong. Mm-hmm. I hate them. So, yeah, I'm radical in that way. Yep, same. Stay radical because that's the only reason why this shit ended up on Lifetime. People, this has been a 20 years in the making. Yep. So that's how long it takes for something to come to light when people don't give a fuck. Yep. So that's about it for this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. I'm happy we got through that. I feel like we covered everything. We did. Um, remember to follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch, on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch, and follow me at Imama Tay and Sabria. It's Frankenfem on Instagram and Frankenfem underscore on Twitter. Also, leave us reviews and ratings so right now that's how people find us that's how people find us and right now i think we got like 91 ratings and reviews and we got way more than 91 listeners bitch we over (laughs) a thousand so some of y'all ain't writing you gotta get the clacking on that keyboard i feel like i'm being set up (laughs) (laughs) somebody need to write all right, don't be just tuning in, kicking with us, and not rating so then other black girls don't find your favorite black girls, and then, you know, everything's sad. But yeah, also check out the shirts. Again, for, um, visit our Instagram, Twitter, me or Sabria's personal social media. The link is in the bio. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to write us about who you think should be in the sunken place. It's always fucking funny when people put others in the sunken place who <laughs> celebrities. Like, that's so funny. Yeah, like, my mom wasn't that yeah. one. Yeah, that's tell us how, one. like, your grandmom is supposed to be in the sunken place or your dog. That's so funny. Yeah, so funny. We are getting better at trying also to Also, topics and stuff like that. What to talk about. We and Faye for. We love it. We love it all. Yeah. We don't want to get redundant. Actually, I was snooping online. 
and I was doing some social listening <laughs> and someone said they were recommending our podcast and they said they liked us because we were not um, airheads. We're not airheads and we're not redundant. So that's a win because I feel like we're both airheads and we are both redundant. <laughs> so See? we clearly aren't. We're doing something right. So keep us on track. Give us some fresh topics that we haven't discussed. Like I know we haven't really dived into colorism and we want to talk about all that. So that's it for this week's show. Y'all have a good week. Bye. Peace.